Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Uh, Tonight, I got a title for you. Remember this, you are going to have to make the choice to rejoice. Amen? You're going to have to make the choice to rejoice. I was thinking about that thought, like, I don't know what's going on in life, but sometimes it doesn't make a difference. You got to make a choice to rejoice. Because you know what? Any, any day, every day you can get up and find something that you could be down about. Don't be down. Turn that frown upside down. Let's go, right? Look at this, Philippians 1, 18 and 19. I put it in NIV. I like the way it reads. I like it in the NIV. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. He's saying, he's saying like some people got wrong motive. He said, this is why I like this. He said, there's good and there's bad about why things are happening. But you know what I chose to do? I'm going to rejoice. I know it seems weird, but you get what I'm saying? Like you say, important thing is this. What does it matter? The important thing is this. In every way, whether whether it's they're doing it right, they're doing it right, ups, downs, people are doing it. You know, I always hear that church, wait, there's hypocrites in the church. Oh my God, there's hypocrites on your job. There's hypocrites in your family. There's hypocrites everywhere. Stop it. Just go to church. You know what I mean? I was just talking to somebody not too long ago. Well, I can't go to church. I said, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know, listen, this is not conviction. This is wisdom. You know, I'm not saying you have to go to church, but this is the thing. If you can go to church, Go. Now, here's the thing. If you got a job and you got to move around for a season because you have really something to do, that's something you really got to do. I'm talking about you people just like, I'm going to stay home today. I'm going to go do this. Nah, man, you need to go to church. Why? Because I'm telling you what happens is you start building bad habits, not going. You really do. I know you love me, but praise be to God. I hope you listen to me. False motives. You know, that's what I was thinking about. I was watching Wednesday night church this last couple Wednesdays ago. And I was listening to what I was saying, and this is what I literally said to Pastor Liz. You're going to laugh. We were eating dinner. I said, I listened to me preach, and I said, I started thinking about the people that I know right now that are, that, are, that are going through. I said, if these people were listening to Wednesday and Sunday and did what I said, they wouldn't have the problems they have in their life right now. Last, last night, last, yeah, I, Wednesday, Wednesday this week, I, I listened right? Because it was yesterday because I'm shooting ahead, right? I said, if, if you listen to what I said, I said, don't do this, don't do it. I was the word. And I said, five people I know right now, right, that are going through stuff, if they would have been listening to this stuff and listening, like I ain't going to do that. Pastor Chris said that in the word. I'm steering clear of that. You, they would not be in the problems they're in right now. I was like, this is too crazy, man. All you got to do is do what the word says. And I'm smart enough to know it ain't what I said. It's do what the Bible said. So, so see what he says? He says, okay, he said, important things in every way, whether false motives or truth, no matter whether it's good or bad, right or wrong, up and down, whatever reason why they're doing it, because of this, I rejoice, and I continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. Man, wow. For I know through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Christ, what? What has happened to me will what? 
turn out for my deliverance. Ain't that good news? It's going to turn out right. Come on, somebody. When things seem like they're, 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 they're up, down, good, bad, working, not working, um, you got to praise God in the good times. You got to praise God in the bad times. You got to be rejoicing in the good. You got to be rejoicing in the bad. You got to be rejoicing all the time. You got to rejoice when you're happy. You got to rejoice when you're sad. You got to rejoice when you want to. You got to rejoice when you don't feel like it, right? That's how God puts stuff together in your life, okay? Sometimes you face an option. You, you got to make it. Remember I said, turn your worries into worship. Turn your cares into prayers. Remember this? Come on. That's how you do it. This, that's the faith factors of life. Like, I'm worrying. You know, today, right? Check this out. I said this the other day. Did you pray about it? Nah, 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 nah. nah, nah I'm not talking about those. You know, you pray to get the answer. You want prayers. Oh, I prayed about it. And God said yes. God didn't say yes. God didn't say yes. Look, let me tell you right here now. Let me help somebody. Oh, I feel, here comes my, my Holy Ghost rising up, right? I prayed about it. Okay, stop, pause it. And God said yes. Okay, pause it. Did it turn out good? Now watch this. Does it look like the word? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now God didn't say yes. You said yes. It said God said. This is, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is how I get myself and want to slap myself, not you, slap me. I, I've done this in seasons before. God, and then God, oh, God said yes. Oh, yeah, did he, Pastor Chris? You know, that guy one time called me out a little bit. He was not, he was not liking me. He's like, well, you know, you, I said, well, I said, here's the thing. Time will reveal all truth. Come back in five years, I'll tell you whether I'm right or not. And I was right, and he was wrong. And, and, and it takes time. You know what I mean? I believe God, I was supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? So check this out. You're going to like this. You're going to like this, but it's going to get a little bumpy, so hang on. Well, I believe that God said, God told, I prayed about it, and God told me yes. Oh, okay, did he? Okay, that's cool. I'm not saying he didn't. Calm down, little Christian. Don't get, your, don't get yourself all riled up, right? But then you're in the middle of the yes, and now all it's produced is bad fruit. Uh, did not produce life, okay? All thing in it is strife, a mess, sin, because the thing that God gave you created sin? Yeah, okay. I don't know about that one. Come on, man. Angst angst in the spirit. Me and Pastor Liz literally talked about this uh, in the summer. I said to her, and she'll tell you this, I said, man, you could pray and believe and see God open a door, and that door, when you come back and look at it, you know, man, that thing ain't going to be good. If something is causing angst in your spirit, I don't care what you think God said, don't touch it. You know what I'm saying? Don't touch it, man. I can rejoice, but some of you, your reason why you can't rejoice right now is because your, your, your yes led to there's, now, this thing that God said, yes, whatever, you know, anything, man. No, uh, death is all around it. No life all around it. But God said, yes. Okay. Sin got you in a character place you've never been before. And then you're going to tell me God said, yes? God didn't say, yes. 
You wanted to hear yes. You created yes. I've created yes. Everybody watching's created a yes. This is why it's so important to be careful because these, these are the guidelines. I said, so it's funny. I use this thing. I said, did you pray about it? What did God say about it? Now what are you going to do about it? But I got to rejoice. Look, man, let me tell you what I've learned. I've learned this real quick. I can't rejoice. Then you probably got yourself into something God never wanted to get you into. And if you can't rejoice there, now you're at a place of disobedience when you're really having a pity party about something God never told you to start. I can't rejoice. You can. But it's not going to be able to be done in your own ability and strength. It's going to have to be done by faith and feelings will catch up later. In Philippians 1.18, he's saying, I'm continually rejoicing. For I know you'll pray for me and deliverance will come my way. Now in this rejoicing, I got to ask myself some questions. Pastor Chris, this is cute and all that about how I got to rejoice, but how in the heaven am I going to stay positive and happy and joyous and rejoiceful in tough times? You ever ask yourself that one? Because it's like we get gratitude, you know, Thanksgiving, we all grateful and gratitude. Everywhere you go, it seems to be like, right, you know, it's all pumpkin spice and, you know, everything nice. And we're grateful, and you know, people send you texts. Oh, I'm so grateful you're in my life, you know. And it's good, it's good. But how do I stay positive? How do I stay happy? How do I stay joyful? How do I stay? How do I say um, rejoicing? How do I say joyous? How do I keep all these things going when times look a little bleak? Well, I'm glad you asked. Look at this in the Passion, Psalm 73:17. Man, this is good. Because I start thinking about God's perspective about your life. You ever ask yourself that? Like, what's God's perspective in this mess, right? Psalm 73, 17. But then, one day, I was brought, now watch this, I was brought into the sanctuaries of God, and in the light of glory, my distorted perspective vanished. Then I understood that the destiny of the wicked was near. So now in Psalm 73, you got to get this. It's so good. He's got this perception, like the, like the psalmist has this perception, oh, the wicked, are, the wicked are making it. You know what I mean? In the Psalms, he's basically complaining and going, man, these wicked people are prospering. These, you ever get like that? You know, these people got a good life. Blah, 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 blah. And then he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, one day I went into the sanctuary of God, and then the glory, the light of the glory, what? My distorted perceptive, perceptiveness vanished. You see what he's saying? When the light shined, his perspective was like, oh, no, them people are going to get in trouble for that. He woke up. So when your perspective is big, but what's God's perspective is totally different. And that's why I started going with this. What's God's perspective in this thing? Like, why am I in this thing trying to rejoice? Man, you got to understand God's perspective about what's going on 
And once you do, the balance kind of shifts to understand what your perspective needs to be. Now, nobody wants to talk like this, but praise be to God, I'm going to try to get away with it. Maybe you're in this season, whether, whether it was God or you messed up or whatever, I don't know and I don't care. But maybe God's perspective is, hey, you don't understand what you're going through, but I know you got to go through it to get to the other side, so I got to kind of let you go through it. Now, that's touchy, so be careful. Not all that stuff. You know, this is the slippery slope I live in because, Pastor Chris, you're trying to say, you know, you can't just take my sermon. It was funny. I was listening to a preacher, you know, and he's famous, and I don't want to mention his name now for any other reason. But, and he said, man, he said something so off the wall. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, you know, like, I don't know. It's like something stupid. Like, God doesn't answer prayer. Or, or you know, uh, um, uh, um, oh, I know what it was. He was making me laugh because I, 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 I even used it the other, the other week. I said, uh, you know, um, manipulation and control, manipulation and control is, um, is the sin of witchcraft. You know what I mean? So all, all those times when people, you know, try to be manipulative and controlling and all that stuff. And, and he said, he said, man, he said, if you get in this, you know, this thing, where you yield, you yield yourself to this. You're yielding yourself to this, to this, to this, um, to this spirit. You're, you're, you're operating in that. And he kind of said something. He said, he said, like someone, uh, some of you people, you be practicing witchcraft because you don't even realize you're flipping it. And he said, imagine if you just came in and just took little cuts of my sermon. You know what I mean? Oh my God! You imagine this blooper reel they'd be having on me. You know what I mean? They'd be like, oh now, you know what I mean? They take a little clip of it. They don't take it in context. And then if you just take the highlights of what I'm saying, I don't want to distort what you're seeing. I'm not saying everything that you're going through came from God. But God has a perspective about everything you're going through. Does that make sense? So you're sitting there going, what do you mean? God didn't bring it, but he has a perspective of watching how things are happening. Okay? That's big. Um, no matter what, you got to understand that God is working in the midst of your struggle. That's a big one, man. You need to write that down. God is working. That's what Paul said, right, in Philippians. He said, look, he said, I know it's going to work out in the thing. God's perspective about things is going to help you understand and be able to see beyond the problems because he wants his perspective to be in you as you see guys in the Bible walk through, you see that God's perspective was needing to be first, first forefront of their thought. Um, because it gives, me a, it gives me a better picture of the big picture. Like, how in the heaven could the Apostle Paul talk to him? He's like, I was beat. I was shipwrecked. I would have quit, bro. You know what I mean? A day and a night. Like, I don't think he's a couple of days floating in the ocean. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Beat. Beat to death? You think we got it bad, right? Like, what, what's God's perspective in, in, in that? Like, you know, like, why don't you just come down from heaven and get me, right? But you understand, as he's walking, he never lost the sight of God's perspective in the moment, even though he was walking through God knows what. So you, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't get God's perspective, you're going to be frustrated. 
and then you're going to get frustrated, you're going to get mad, you're going to get offended, and you're going to get jacked up. Okay? Man, I'm going to tell you what. The moment you start asking questions you can't answer, you know, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why did this happen to, you know, so-and-so? What's the purpose of this? What's the meaning of that? What's the other? You know, you got to get it from God's understanding, not your human understanding. You got to really figure this out, you know? Sometimes I think what happens is we have a preconceived mindset like this is how it's going to go. And then it doesn't go the way we think it's going to go. And then we go all messed up. And that's where Proverbs 14, 12, you can look at Proverbs 14, 12. You can put it in the King James. It's great. Proverbs 14, 12. Now, if you don't know what, you, you, you all notice when you see it, you go, I used it the other day. And it was a good scripture, right? There is such a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end therefore is the ways of death. Don't it seem like that sometimes? You know, like, hey, I know which way I'm going. Yeah, do you? I, there are ways which seem right into a man, but the end is death. What's that mean? When you get God's perspective, you get outside of your own thinking and you learn to think like God does. That's Psalms 103.7 NIV. Let's give him some time to get there, but... 103, verse 7, N-I-V. You know what I mean? This is what he said. He said, if you got your own perspective and think you're going to get the means to an end, you are going to mess it up. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but don't work. Look what it says. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. So see what I'm saying? I got an idea, and I think I'm going to lead to a road of destruction, Get God's ways and lead to the road of prosper. Come on. He gave him his day. Here's a big one, right? Look at this. Write this down. I, I love this. Human, this is what I learned about this. Human perspective. You understand what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, how are you seeing things? Human perspective is always going to lead you down a wrong path. And that right there ladies and gentlemen, might be the greatest things you're going to understand. I'm, I'm going to show you this because I really found this scripture and I like it a lot. It's 2 Corinthians 5, 16, passion. Okay? 5, 16, passion. And I was going to do something and... um. um You know, because I don't know if we really understand what these, sometimes what these words mean. And uh, that's not, that's not good on my part. But I want, I'm going to show it to you right here. When he gets that, that's a good one. He got it. I'm doing this now. Look at this. Okay. So check this out. I went over here and moved my thing. So then, from now on, we have a new, a new perspective that refuses to evaluate people merely by their outward appearance. For that's how we once viewed the anointed one, but now no longer do we see him with limited human insight. Your human perspective 
is going to always miss it because it don't see it right. You see, that's really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're looking at it, it's bad. Nah, 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 chill. You got to understand this. Now, this is what I was looking for. I found it. Pers what does it mean about a, a perspective? Um, okay? So basically, what's the definition terminology? Okay? Um, the perspective has, has a lot to do with, like, um, a two-dimensional surface of, 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 of depth perception kind of thing, right? But a particular attitude or a way of regarding something is really what we're looking for. The verb side of it, right? Right? What do we understand it? Particular attitude, right? Right? It's a, um, it's a way of looking at things. A way of regarding a situation, okay? It's a way of regarding topics, situations, circumstances. The appearance of things relative to one another as determined by the distance from the viewer. That's your perspective. You know, that's the dimensional life. That's big too. But I don't want to go get into that. Basically, it's right. So, right, isn't that so good? Like he said, oh, if you're going to use your human perspective, let's just look at that one more time. They need to see that. So what did you figure out, Paul? Um, so then, from now on, we have a new perspective that refuses to evaluate people merely by their outward appearance. For that's how we once viewed Jesus, the anointed one, but we no longer see him with human limited insight or limited human insight. So what's he saying? I'm not walking in natural perspective. I'm walking in supernatural understanding. Why I keep saying this over and over again? Because when you start looking through that lens, it ain't good, right? And God says he's gonna help you. So what do I gotta do? I gotta learn how to get God's perspective about everything. Don't you? Like, don't you get mad? Don't get mad. Chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, God, it's almost like this. Um, the Apostle Paul in Philippians 1, we don't got to go there, knew that people were praying for him and he had support and God was going to get him out. He said, the spirit of Jesus Christ is helping me. The Holy Spirit's helping you. He will lead me to my deliverance. Paul has faith that God was working his problems out. That's Bro, if you're in the middle of this stuff and you're like trying to just get out, God is going to do a good work for you no matter what. But he wants to see if you can grow in faith in the middle of it and you show him that you can believe. And nobody wants to talk like that, but that's God's honest truth. Because God's perspective about you is growth. Your perspective is, I'm looking for the easy road. I got to get God's perspective about the season of life I'm in. Like, you might be like, man, I got to believe God this season. Yeah, you do. Man, I got some promises on a timeline. Yeah, they are. So how do I get God's perspective about this stuff? Well, I'm going to tell you number one thing I think you need to do. You need to start spending time with God communicating these things 
And I think you need to leave, uh, um, leave some of the frustrations behind by communicating with God and really navigating this season of life you're in. Now, that sounds really, what am I eating, Pastor Chris? You got to go in there straight up and be like, look, what, do I'm lear what am I learning in this uncomfortable position right now? Because it's the only place to develop this kind of fruit. I cannot develop this kind of fruit without the pressure of the season I'm in. So if I've got to try to navigate through the season that I'm in to push through, wow. Wow. Look at this scripture, man. Uh, this one. Go to first. We're going to use the amplified, the classic, you know, the plus I like. First Thessalonians 3 and 7. First Thessalonians 3 and 7. And then we're going to stay in the Amplified and do 2 Timothy 3 1. I'll go back over that. Praise the Lord, huh? Glory. Glory. I don't know. We just re 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 we're ready to go, man. Jesus just said amen. That's how Jesus says amen in the church. Nah, I'm just kidding. Come on, right? Look at this, right? 1 Thessalonians 3 and 7. Amplified God. Brethren, oh my God, for this reason, in spite of all, our stress and crushing difficulties, we have been filled with comfort and cheer. There's cheer about you because of your faith. The what? The leaning of your whole personality in God in complete trust and confidence. He's like what? He's talking about him getting stressed and crushed and difficulties. He's saying, but I'm excited about you guys because you're leaning your whole personality on God in complete trust and confidence. You're thinking like, well, why are you excited about it? Because he's like, man, you're going to go through some stuff. Can you still lean your complete trust and confidence on God even when you're in difficult seasons? We've been stressed and crushed in difficulties, and we still got the comfort and cheer. Comfort and cheer? How are you going to be comfortable? Can you be rejoicing? Can you be rejoicing even when it don't look like there's nothing to rejoice about? Come on, man, right? Look at this 2 Timothy 3.1. This is big, too. I'm going to get you to really ask yourself, because I really, I ask myself this, I'm going to ask, after I give you the scripture, I'm going to tell you what I asked myself, and I found out, no, I don't do that. And it was kind of shocking, but I guess, you know, I guess your walk with God is constantly shocking. You grow. 2 Timothy 3.1, Amplified Classic. Look at this. But understand this, that what? In the last days will come, sets in what? Perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. So he's like, look, man, this ain't going to get better. It's going to get even more. So this is what I took out of this. I paused, I stepped back, and I, and I, and I created a plan of, of, of action in my mind to kind of evaluate. And I wanted to evaluate the quality of my consciousness in the seasons of life that I'm in. Completely miserable response I got from me. I'm not talking about you. Now I'm going to say this again. I need to eval evaluate the quality of consciousness that I am in every season of life and needed to check in and see. So because the way I'm wired, I just grind no matter what, that's me. 
So we go through it, I just grind. I'm not asking God's perspective in the grind. I'm just grinding to get out. Got a season where it's easy. I'm just riding the good life, man. I'm not asking God's perspective in this thing. I'm just coasting. Got the hardest season, man. People would have quit. I'm grinding to get out. Went through this. We just went through that storm. I'm grinding it out. Let's get out. I said, pause, put the brakes on. Let me ask the question. God, what's your perspective in this moment in my life? Boom, pause. It's easy. You want to know what's funny? The moment I asked the question, he took me to kids. Now, some of you don't have kids yet, but you understand what I'm saying. Some of you understand the season of life. You young people, you're going to have to learn this. They, they were little for a minute, man. And everybody would tell me this, and you don't understand it when you're doing it. Man, enjoy those times. And you're thinking, bro, this, this is like, what do you, what do you, are you nuts? What kind of, what kind of, what kind of drugs are you on, man? Like not trying, like they're, they're, they're in the, you know, got them in the basket. They're screaming, they're teething, they're this. And they're like, man, you better hang on, man. Enjoy every minute of it. And you're just so, you so much fight. We do this from birth. We fight to get out of the season we're in to get into the next season. You know, like you're, you're a kid and you know, I never forgot, man. You're like, you want to drive a car, got to drive a car, want to drive a car, when can I drive the car, when can I, you know, drive the car, drive the car, drive the car, drive the car, drive the car. And then like, you know, you're there and you're like, and then you, it's like your life reverses, I think, you know, like you don't want to do this. You want to do, you remember like the, when you were young, young, you know, the kids do it to you. I want to do this. I want to do this. I wanna, you know, like they wanted to use a knife when they're little. Like, let me cut, let me cut. Like they're always trying to chase the season ahead of them and not really enjoy the season. Let me use the knife. Oh, let me use the lawnmower. Let me do this. Let me go. And you give them responsibility. Let me drive. And then they drive. I want to get a job. And now, now they don't want none of this stuff. Now they don't want, because you got to pay for the car. You got to go to work. And, and what happens is, I think we rush the season that we're in. Okay, that's time. That's going to happen. But wait a minute, pause. Perspective. Now I'm going to show you something good. I, I, did re I think I did really well. Um, and I'm not, I, and if this bothers somebody, I apologize. I'm not trying to bother you. So I kept hearing this coming out of everybody's mouth. Better enjoy these kids while you, you better enjoy this season. So I maximize it. I say, man, I've heard 20 people tell me the same thing. You're in the park with the kids, man. You walk by the older cat. The guy looks at you goes, hey, man, you better enjoy that season. They don't say it like that. They say it in their own terminology. Like, they grow up fast. One day you're going to turn around. They're going to be gone. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know the lingo, but I caught the heart of it. I say, man, I'm going to maximize these. Bro, I don't have a regret in the world with these kids. I was like, let's go. You want to go? Let's go. I did, I did the utmost with them because I knew it was going to be season. Right now, one's there. The other one's on the way. <laughs> it's, it's too late. Right? They, they're gone. They're going. They always be mine. But you understand, it's all about perspective. In that moment, I'm stressed out. I'm up half the night. You're working a job. You're doing all this. And in your perspective, it's like, oh, my God. But then I started seeing somebody else's perspective looking in my situation going, you're not seeing it right because you're in the middle of it. Listen to me from the outside in speaking into your moment and hear me. Guys, listen, if you could do that with God, listen, you're in it right now. You got the jacked up marriage. You got the jacked up money. You got the jacked up mind. You got the jacked up devil. You're jacked up. And you look at the word of God, but he comes from the outside 
with a perspective that said, everything's going to be all right, trust me. Don't reject God's perspective in the moment. And this is where maturity hit my life and I'm almost done. He said, if you'll start asking me for my perspective in the middle of your moment, I will tell you the truth because I cannot not tell you the truth. But are you ready to handle it? What was that movie? You can't handle the truth? I don't know. Is there a few good men? I don't know. I don't even think I've ever seen it. Whatever it was. You can't handle the truth. You know, it's like they get all, it's like, it's like the guy and the other guy, Jack, and like, you can't handle the truth. I don't even know what the movie's about. I didn't even see it. That's how bad I am, right? You can't handle the truth. And you know what? He's right. A lot of times we can't handle the truth. But you know what? If you could be brave enough, bold enough, and courageous enough to go to God and go, God, I am in the middle of the worst financial, the worst marital, the worst whatever season of life, whatever's going on, even the good. I'm in a good season. Tell me your perspective about where I'm at right now. God might just tell you, hey, you want to know why you're in the, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to give you a testimony, right? Because all I know is me. I, I was like, I asked God, I said, hey, I want things to change in some of the seasons of my life. How come it seems like other seasons stuff is, is just flying and other seasons they seem slower? He said, it's because what you sowed. Stuff is actually coming to my life now that God has tracked back to the seed then. And I got it. I caught it. I said, okay, I need to design my life, not wait for this thing to come out by default. It's God's honest truth. That's a tough thing when you realize, man, maybe I've been squandering opportunities to move my future forward the way I want. Guess what you do? You pull up your bootstraps. You repent if you got to repent. And you become obedient automatically so you could see the future you want to see in your life. I'm telling you, this is how it works. So this is what I'm asking you to do. Ask God to help you or help me help you see his perspective in every area of your life. What do you want me to learn? What are you trying to teach me? Ask God. What are you trying to help me to see? What are you doing in my life? And just give him some time. And don't take your own human perspective about the moment and think it's all negative. Sit there and wait for God. I've been, I'm telling you what I just told you. I asked myself these action steps to go through, these progressional thoughts to go through, and literally, I got a goose egg on this test because it shows up, and I'm just grinding. I'm like, let's just go. I'm like, run, get out, let's go, dig, 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 work, 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 go, 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 go. And I was like, wait a minute, time out, pause. Listen, I'm not telling you it wouldn't still be work, dig, grind, get out, but I need to know the why and the what and the what's going on. What am I learning in this? Now, I'm going to show you something, right? I told you that with the kids, right? It's about how I seen it. Check this out. The other week, a couple of weeks ago, I really had to trust God. It was nothing big, but it was like bigger than normal. And I said, man, this is weird. And God said, how in the heaven are you going to develop trust if you don't have to trust me? And I said, man, we are so goofy sometimes. Like, right? How, why is it taking so long? How in the world are you going to develop the faith you need to hang on to promises of God if it didn't take a minute? Can you imagine if everything you asked for was instant? God, 
boom, God did, God did, boom, bam, bam, bam. You would have nothing, man. You wouldn't even have, you wouldn't even develop patience. Learn how to sit in the middle of it, see God's perspective, hear God's words to you, and be persevering in every season of life. I'm telling you, man, it's a great way to think, and it's going to change your future forever. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for each and every person here at the sound of my voice, hearing this word, understanding this word. Thank you, Lord, today see your perspective in everything that's happening in their life, and they're changing their future forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said, amen. Guys, don't forget, we got some announcements for you. Don't forget everything going on here at Relevant. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. We're getting ready for outreach. We got some stuff. They'll be talking about it. I guarantee in Relevant News, this is the time of year where we love our community. We're a loving, giving church, and I appreciate that. Don't forget, I'm going to be with you this Sunday, 9 o'clock and 10.30 here in Daytona Beach, Florida. And then I'm going to be going to Palm Coast, 11.45, Relevant Church, Palm Coast Campus. I promise you, God is going to move this weekend. Come see us. We love you. God bless you. And stay connected to Relevant News. It's coming on right about now. Love you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.